You're listening to Between the Pages, a podcast meant to inspire Christ followers to go deeper in their faith and theology by engaging books from a Christian worldview. I'm one of your hosts, Joel Nevius, and I'm joined here with my good friend and your other host, uh, Mark Krause. So this is our very first podcast, and I'm really, really excited um, to see how God uses this. But to give you a little um, uh, overview of who we are, why are we doing a podcast, uh, I'll start uh, with a little bit of my background. So I'm a uh, college and young adults pastor out here here in Phoenix, Arizona. I've got a wife and three kids. And um, as far as my education goes, I have a BA in English from Appalachian State University and a master's in philosophy of religion and ethics from Talbot School of Theology at Biola University. So that's a little bit about me. Uh, but about you, Mark, who are you and uh, why are you here on this podcast? Thank you, Joel. It's great to be with you today, uh, starting this venture together. Um, introducing myself, as Joel said, my name is Mark Kraus. I grew up in Phoenix all of my life, otherwise known as the Valley of the Sun. And I've been in uh, Christian ministry most of my life, both as a lay teacher and as an ordained pastor in, uh, in ministry. I currently work in business management for an aerospace company. And in terms of my education, I began with my business degree at Arizona State University, then went on from there to get a master in theology at Fuller Theological Seminary, and more recently um, attained a master of Christian apologetics from Talbot School of Theology by Ole University. Thank you, Joel. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, not only are we brothers in Christ, but we're Biola brothers too. So yes, we that's, are. That's, that's pretty awesome. And um, I should have said I'm really loving um, being in ministry with Joel, mm-hmm. just supporting him with the uh, college and, and young adult ministry. Well, you and Tamara are the bomb. I feel super blessed to have you guys. So, uh, Mark, we've known each other for how long has it been now? Maybe it's been three years. Three years. Yeah. Wow, we've been doing ministry that long together, which yeah. has been... It's been great. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. Um so uh, why don't we just fill people in on like why, why we're even getting this thing off the ground? Why are we doing this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, as you've just heard a little bit, Mark and I are, um, are in college ministry together. And this really, came, this really had just birthed out of many conversations we've had um, as we've been serving uh, in college ministry. Shout out to BCM. We love you guys. You're awesome. Um, but we've been inspired because we really, really uh, have a heart to see young people really go deeper in their faith. I know that for me, that was a real significant time in my life was, was during college and my young adult years when God really opened my eyes to, uh, to go deeper in my faith, to understand what I believe, to, to really fully engage my mind and love God, not only with my heart, but with my mind. And uh, we've been we've talked about that. You're very much cut from the from the same cloth. Yes. And and so we've had some fun conversations. I feel like we do it like an apologetic series, like every single year. Uh, it's just fun. And weave it in wherever we can. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but during my college years, that was when God really introduced me to really good, uh, sound thinking from theologians, from philosophers, from apologists, and that's when God 
really uh, inspired me to really continue exploring the faith and going deep. So that was when I was really introduced to people like C.S. Lewis and you know G.K. Chesterton and yes. Ravi Zacharias and William Lane Craig and all and all these um, these big guns of the faith. So deep thinkers. Uh, yeah. So that's just something that I really hope for uh, for our students that they would learn to really um, to engage with some significant material um, and, and to as like to get into reading books that might be outside of their comfort zone and their um, just to grow them and expand them in their faith. Yes, yes, yeah, I would agree, Joel. Um, just having your heart for young adults as well, I would say that my heart is to really equip them well, especially in our culture today that has become so diverse with so many different philosophies and ideologies about life, the meaning of life, or, or the lack of meaning in life, depending on the ideology that they're faced with. And of course, uh, they're facing today much more than you did, and certainly more than I did when I was um, your age or their age. Um, by that comment, you can uh, obtain the fact that I'm older than Joel, <laughs> just by a few years. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but we really do have a desire to equip them in the, in the sense of being able to think well, to think deeply, to engage with not just classical works, but well-written works that will challenge them in their thinking. And... Um, and really enable them to uh, to stand strong in their faith, as well as defend their faith, but even more so to be really confident in Absolutely. the truth of their Christian faith. Because ultimately, truth is exciting. Yeah. I mean, nothing is more true than the fact that we don't want to be lied to. We want to know what's real and true. Our fascination with mystery shows and detective shows and all of that type of genre just speaks to the fact that we want to discover truth. We want to know the truth as human beings. We're created that way. And so discovering truth is exciting, both as we uh, discover truth in the revealed Word of God, as well as discovering truth or perhaps discovering fallacies in different writings. And so that's really part of what we want to be about with this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You just preach it, brother. Um, That was really good. Yeah, I, I just, I'm really struck by the fact that I think, you know, in our culture, we see the effects of what people believe. Yes, and what you believe influences how you live and the way that you carry yourself, the things that you're passionate about, uh, the way you live your life. There's no separating. If you want to know what, what someone believes, you look at how they live. Yes. And so we really have a heart to help uh, Christians, particularly young Christians, um, really grow confident in their Christian beliefs and, and be able to weed out worldly, fleshly kind of beliefs that don't really lead anywhere um, but to falsehood. Yes, yes. So I'm really excited, and we're gonna we're gonna go through some I think some books that will really be challenging and equipping uh, for our listeners. And so, Mark, why don't you just uh, give our listeners just a quick just a quick little snapshot of what is this podcast gonna look like? How is this going to flow? And and what's our hope for our listeners as we do this? Yeah. So as, have you, as you've alluded to, Joel, um, we're going to be uh, discussing great books from great authors who tend to go deep in their thinking and talking about 
um, life in different ways, kind of the big questions of life. And so we're going to be choosing, um, going through one book at a time uh, by different authors, some of, of whom you've mentioned. And what we want to do is dialogue about what's written in those books and kind of uh, tease out the truths that are in those books as well as maybe the fallacies and just engage with those and and encourage, again, young adults to really be able to think well and to be able to engage in the ideas and philosophies that come across really in any book. Even if you're reading a fiction book, you're going to get some of the ideology of that author um, in that book. And so that's what we want to do together, enjoy doing that, and, and hopefully demonstrate uh, for others um, how rewarding that can be in terms of weeding out fallacies from truth and just seeing the life-giving power of truth wherever we discover it. Absolutely. And we really want uh, our episodes not only challenge your mind uh, f- to help you sharpen your thinking mm-hmm. about the Christian faith, but we really want to show how it relates to our cultural situation and how yes, yes. it can equip us to really engage the world for the sake of Christ. And I'm, I'm really excited uh, to be able to do that. And so we want to encourage you. Yeah, we're going to take books at a time, but when we do that, what we're basically going to do is uh, we're going to look at a chapter, perhaps two chapters at a time, each episode, and we want to we want to dialogue enough about it to really whet your appetite for you to actually want to go out and buy the book on Amazon or wherever, and to tune in for the next week, reading ahead and, and following along with it. We we don't desire this to be a a Cliff Notes version of a book for you to just listen in and then think about it and then carry on. We would love for you to interact by getting the books themselves and working through them yourself as we discuss them. That's a great point, Joel, because we're not going to be able to to, uh, give the cliff notes or cover um, all the summary of a chapter. What we will do is engage with key thoughts or points in each of those chapters and discuss those again go a little bit deeper maybe into key topics that are brought out in those chapters hopefully as you said wetting people's appetite if they haven't read the book or maybe even causing them to go back and read it again absolutely well i'm i'm excited about that because as we kick off this podcast uh, in the next episode, um, when we get going, we're gonna we're gonna begin by going through a book that was uh, a powerful book when I first read it, and I keep going back to it time and time and time again, uh, mainly because of two things. One is just how creative it is, and yeah. and how it really spurs your imagination and gets you to think about your faith from a different vantage point. Uh, but I also come back to it because it's a really powerful commentary on our culture and the nature of just the Christian life in general and the struggles um, that, that, it, that it takes on. So it's a real powerful commentary, I believe, not only on culture, but also the nature of, of human hearts. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it, Joel. And, um, and so the, the book, of course, I'm talking about is C.S. Lewis's uh, Screwtape Letters, which is, a, which is a fantastic read. It was the very first C.S. Lewis book I read uh, 
when I discovered C.S. Lewis when I was in college, and it had a profound impact. So when was the first time maybe you read that, Mark? You know, I think I read it the first time as a young adult. In fact, I might have listened to it on cassette tape. That also tells you a little bit about my age. Yes. <laughs> um, but I remember it was a great uh, version of it because it was done by... Um, Oh, I can't think of his name now. Monty Python fame. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't think about it. I was yeah. hoping that would trigger yeah. trigger memory. Uh, John Cleese. John Cleese. Okay. Yeah, okay. he narrated it, no and way. he just did the voice of Screwtape so well. He just It was amazing. I remember listening to that over and over again before I even got into reading the book and kind of being forced to think about things more deeply myself. I just enjoyed John Cleese. That's awesome. <laughs> it really was. You know what's cool is most uh, more recently, you know, there's like a, a traveling Broadway production that yes. uh, that's been put on that's based off of this book. And Becca and I, my wife, uh-huh. uh, we went and and saw it. Uh, I don't know. It's probably seven eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was at UC Irvine, and it was oh, okay. fantastic. Yeah, it was well done. It was really. I thought it might be cheesy, or you know, but it was right. Good. Right. That's beside the point. But <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, for our listeners who who probably have never uh, read Screwtape, I'm sure there's some who have. But for those who have who haven't read Screwtape Letters, can you just give us a quick maybe synopsis or an overview as far as what is this book about? Yes, absolutely. Well, the Screwtape Letters really takes advantage of the gift of C.S. Lewis's imagination and his gift as a storyteller. And really, the tack that he takes is he writes the book from a first-person perspective, and the first-person perspective is that of a mentoring demon um, by the name of Screwtape. And basically, he is um, mentoring his nephew, Wormwood, is, uh, is the demon apprentice's name. And really what the book is is a series of letters that he is writing to Wormwood Um, essentially coaching him on how to handle the human that has been assigned to him, Um, learning to tempt him, to keep him from truth, to deceive him. And as you said, it's just a great cultural commentary and a great insight into human nature and how we behave and how we get tripped up in life um, through truths and fallacies. And, uh, And so really, it's a series of letters as I stated, and those letters kind of focus on strategy, both strategy that Screwtape wants Wormwood to employ. Um, oftentimes there's a reproach for things that Wormwood didn't do. <laughs> Which are really funny. <laughs> they are hysterical. Yeah. Um, so he reproaches him, he's coaching him, and then he's also, and this is what I love and is also so great about the book, is he's constantly calling out, and, and of course the enemy in the book in this case is not... Satan or the devil, the enemy in this case, is God because it's written from a demon's perspective. Which he constantly refers Which to. Which he constantly yeah. refers to. Yeah, you won't hear him use the name of God, and there's probably reasons for that. He uh, <laughs> probably makes him nervous. Yep, yep. Um, so he's referred to as the enemy. But he will also, in addition to strategy, he'll be talking about the dangers of what to avoid with the enemy and what the enemy is doing in, in uh, the life of a believer. And so that's also very insightful. So I love the structure, the way he structures the book kind of in that strategy and the dangers to avoid and it kind of brings out the battle mentality for the hearts and souls of human beings yeah and i think what's also really fascinating um is when we dig into this in the next episode is it begins um with 
uh, a patient, a human. Yes. And uh, this human um, is actually a, um, a brand new believer. And so it's fascinating as we journey through these chapters how he might shift his strategy or how he might talk about how to attack even new believers and how that might translate into more mature ones. But it's, it's kind of a journey um, yes. in these letters. And so, yeah, there's lots of theological truth and lots of points in it, but it also follows you know, a narrative, which, yes. is, which is very fascinating. Fascinating and fun. Yeah. It really is. Absolutely. It's, it becomes a story of a person's life in a way. Yeah. Well, um, as we wrap up, we just want to encourage you. Uh, therefore, as we just talked about the screw tape letters, uh, we want you to do a couple things. We want you first uh, to go to Amazon or wherever you want to buy a book. I think we got we bought copies for our college group off Amazon. There were seven bucks yeah. of the screw tape letters, which is awesome. Uh, so, go, so grab a copy and join us for our next episode where we're going to be exploring and dialoguing uh, for the first two chapters. Uh, which are relatively short. So if you're not a huge reader, we're talking maybe, what, 10 pages, if that, 8 pages? Yeah, like 4 to 5 pages per chapter. It's easy reading. Yeah, absolutely. So don't get too intimidated. We encourage you to do that. Um, share this with your friends and, and invite them to follow along with us this summer. We're, I'm really excited to see um, uh, how God uses this. Um, in my own life and in our college students' lives. Um, but if you um, aren't in Phoenix and you're just some random listener, we hope it really challenges you as well and encourages you in your walk with Christ. So, well, thanks for joining me, Mark. And You're welcome. Uh, looking look, forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to next time.